0: welcome to the manic podcast now this is going to be a little bit different because today's episode is going to be about robots and ai so i thought instead of introdu- introducing the show i'd i'd let chat be, GB, gbt like write our introduction so tobias if you head over to your uh your your messenger i've just sent you the script it's written us to start the show um okay <laughs> oh no
1: it's well, not
0: it's super long. long it's not super long it looks it probably on a messaging thing looks long so so we're going to introduce introduce the podcast this
1: uh, is our, this
0: is episode fourteen of season five everyone. Okay. I'm host one Tobias is host two okay that's, that's what as chat gbt has decided, upbeat music fades in.
1: Hey there, movie buffs, gaming gurus and TV addicts. Welcome to The Manic Podcast, your ultimate ticket to the world of entertainment, where pop culture meets pure fun. I'm Liam. And I'm Tobias. And together, we're here to drive headfirst, dive headfirst into the mind-boggling world of films, TV series and gaming. Join us as we dissect the latest blockbusters, Binge-worthy shows and epic video games, all while sharing our nerdy obsessions and hilarious banter. Expect debates, recommendations and the occasional heated argument, all served up with a side of laughter. So whether you're a cinephile, a controller-wielding champion, or just someone looking for a good time, The Manic Podcast is your one-stop destination for all things entertainment. Tune in, grab your popcorn and level up your podcast game with us so let's kick back relax and let the fun begin upbeat music swells welcome to the manic podcast lights camera podcast action music fades out podcast episode begins wow Wow. best intro we've ever had (laughs) i tell you what i know they're for losers but you should get this to do our outros
0: I, th- I think I might get it to write our outro for this podcast for this episode. <laughs> I all I did was say, write me a short podcast introduction for a podcast called The Manic Podcast. The hosts are Liam and Tobias, and it's a geeky podcast about films, TV, and gaming. That's what it gave me.
1: I liked it. It was good.
0: Right, that, we should just use this from now on. We definitely should. <laughs> um, so yeah, hello, uh, w- welcome to the Money Podcast, everybody. <laughs> welcome. Uh, we've, ju- we've jumped right in with the theme pretty much because yeah, we're we're, uh, we're we're talking about AI and how films and TV kind of deal with it and yeah. robots and I mean I thought what better way to do that than just not bother introducing
1: introducing it ourselves. I know, and it did a better job than we did, so therefore we I can know, right. We can be replaced, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh no, ah, I do it, T. I'm 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 fine. I'm fine. I'm here, accidentally drinking my Coca Cola zero sugar, accidentally because I, I love the full fat. And obviously, yeah. other drinks are available.
0: <laughs> they are. See I'm drinking Coke zero, but that's by choice.
1: Oh yeah, you're basically I addicted to the stuff. Dal- I have diabetes. <laughs> you do you know. Um, but hey, I I'm not a massive fan of this particular one, but it, it is here, and I'm drinking it. Uh, I do have some sweets. So if if anyone wants to sponsor me, I have squashies. Feel free to send me loads of squashies. Uh, And I have an Aero chocolate bar. And I'll try to be good and not have those. But chances are I'm going to have them. (laughs) Just, uh, yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're talking about Android robots, AI. And that, all that stuff depicted in film and TV—it's uh, quite a big topic at the moment. Um, I um, read an interesting article, and I—is oh, this about AI? So I, I'm going to say it's sort of—it's te- technology-based. Um, Samuel L. Jackson has it written in his contracts, or more to the point, if he finds a particular phrasing in his contracts he crosses it out he will not allow a film to have his likeness when he's not present um he says it's it's a bit of thing especially in like the marvel universe that it's it's literally in the contracts where they have ownership of your looks and they can put you into things that you're not necessarily in uh but he's he's basically he goes in, he crosses out, he advises all the other actors to do it as well. But it's interesting that Samuel Jackson has said this because he was the star of their most recent TV series or streaming series, uh, Secret Invasion, which came under fire because its opening credits were done by AI. Um and the argument was obviously AI the argument is artists are losing work because you can just you know type something into a computer and it basically creates art for you
0: um, proven <laughs> and yes
1: um intros as well about it. um so now they had a logistic reason for why they did it for secret invasion because it is about fake it's about being something you're not passing yourself off you know it's aliens yeah. as humans that kind of thing. Um but yeah, um what's your feeling on AI generally at the moment? In the well, as in like real life AI real life is AI, developing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a,
0: realistically it's a scary element because of what it's capable of. But because like we're seeing it used in so many different ways at the moment. Yeah. Um for example, like if you if you are you know familiar with with an app called TikTok, a TikTok, um, a TikTok.
1: There's tick-a-tock. so many different uses on there that you see, like which came out of nowhere. Literally, yeah. it was suddenly everything's AI.
0: Yeah, the the filters of the AI filters where you can just change yourself into something is crazy. But I was also thinking I've been seeing a lot of AI song covers on there. Yes. It started yeah. off with like Freddie Mercury and Frank Sinatra. Those were the two. Eric Cartman. Michael That's Eric. the big one. Tony Don, from Mario. Donald Trump. I haven't heard Donald Trump. I've heard yet.
1: Donald Trump. <laughs> uh Actually, now this is weird because you can basically... I've seen it and I had a go because you can like pick a song and then choose who's going to sing it. Yeah. And that as a basic thing was kind of fun but then since then i've literally seen people do a entire duo medley medleys uh between joe biden and donald trump it's and crazy, like it? it's just like and it's so basically spot on with certain bits like you know yeah. who it is the capabilities of ai at the moment are incredible now especially on the tick on the old tick of the talk yes i've thought about using the AI for a particular reason haven't yet because it probably cost me money and I don't want to um, but on our TikTok for the Manic podcast um, I have done videos in the past and it shows who in our casting couch we cast as like Gandalf or yeah. Elise. I am considering because I haven't done last season like Harry Potter ones yet and I'm like could I just get AI to show that particular actor as that role? Yeah. You know, and then and then do that. But then also we have, obviously, with the industry that we work in, we have a lot of artists as friends and, you know, and they're very anti-AI because it's normally a job they would do. But you don't need them anymore. And no, but that's the problem. It is capable
0: of so much at the moment that yeah. it can basically do anything.
1: Mm. <laughs> um, delving into what like our uh, themes. Um, are uh, you uh, have probably not seen the most recent Mission Impossible? I have not. Uh, I have. Uh, mission impossible dead reckoning part one with part two i'm guessing coming out next year um but it's but i
0: but i will say i am think, looking at basically trying to not binge watch them but marathon yeah. at some point in
1: the coming future the point is for this though dead reckoning is the villain although you do have a human threat the villain is ai um and it's quite interesting watching tom cruise because, obviously, we you know, Tom Cruise likes to run and do his own stunts. He is a fan and fan. all this kind of stuff. And it's got all that in it. But it's to the point where there's paranoia to a whole new level. Because, obviously, you've got a team. And the team use technology. But you've got the AI who's basically kind of gone, well, I'm in your technology. So, when Simon Pegg rings uh, Tom Cruise... It's not actually Simon Peck. It's at the AI has taken his voice and is talking to Tom Cruise in on his behalf and telling him to go a different way than he was meant to be going and all that kind of stuff. So it's literally you can't trust anything. There's a whole new yeah. level of paranoia in it. Um, and I think, I mean, obviously it's not just like the, the computer AI stuff we've been talking about. Um, But with all the AI stuff that is happening, James Cameron, who created the Terminator back in 1984, has basically gone, guys, I warned you about this. I warned you what would happen. They're going to take over the world and you're going to be obsolete and they're going to try to kill you. Um, Which then brings us to robots and androids, which is uh, part and parcel of what we're talking about. One of the most iconic ones is the Terminator.
0: Yeah, well, obviously we're saying generally, like real world, like AI is is quite intimidating because of what it's capable of. Yes. And because of that, in media and entertainment, generally,
1: AI and robots are your villain. Yeah, I mean, generally, I at some point we'll talk about the goodies as well. I think because they are there as well. But if someone's going to do a story about AI or robots. They're normally on the horror scale. They're normally on the things are bad. Yeah, it,
0: you you very often get the storyline where someone creates an AI. It becomes it it starts learning. That's the intention, but then it keeps learning and becomes too intelligent. Then the sentience appears. Yeah. Then then that's when the problem starts.
1: Yeah. Um. Well. I'll say one of my most favourite films ever, The Matrix, that in very is very similar in to the Terminator in we created something. That something was meant to serve us. But then it goes, Well, I'm kind of better than you. So maybe you can you can serve me now. Um and you won't like that, so therefore there'll be a war. That'll be. Uh, well, that's that's normally how it goes, isn't it? There's the oh yeah, no, I fully agree. Um, we we've watched various. Um, I remember when we started the film club. Is it Iron Mother or something? Iron Mother was the
0: first one we watched.
1: Yeah, that was. Would you say that as AI? It was a robot. Oh.
0: Yes, but, it, I would say it was AI because it was an intelligent self-thinking. Yeah, like consciousness, wasn't it? And yeah. that's kind of the key. It's not a pre-programmed robot that is just following specific like walk to the fridge, make me get me a drink, walk back. It is a consciousness. Yeah, like or if not consciousness, like a a, a thought process mm. that yeah. figures itself out.
1: Um, as as we kind of touched upon. When I think of robots or AI kind of storylines or characters, they are almost always villains. Yeah. Um, and I guess that makes sense because we're us being the real people, anything that's not us tends to be the villain. Um, but just, I mean, I just recently watched the Terminator films with my partner and um, not re- they're not really her thing. Uh, she was quite anti them to be honest uh but she still picked out which ones she sort of like like she recognizes like Terminator 2 Terminator 2 is um Terminator 2 is whilst being one of the the best Terminator I'm sort of the best Terminator um it has a situation where we have a good robot and a bad robot Because yes. it Arnie Arnie's robot T-800 or T-100 T-101 they're different codes, I can't remember. He Terminator T's. The Terminator. Basically, he's the bad guy in the first one. I mean, he's the only Terminator in the first one. He is the killing machine that is there to kill Sarah Connor from the future. Um, but he's reprogrammed by John Connor in, in the future um, to then go back and protect him against yeah. the T-1000. Which is liquid metal, uh, so and, and we have that through basically the rest of the franchise. It's Terminator versus Terminator, robot versus robot. Uh, one's there to kill, one's there to protect, and that's that's your kind of staple there. How two thousand? I wouldn't say how two thousand, but t- to from uh, two thousand one, Space Odyssey, very famously the computer that's meant to keep everyone alive kind of goes, no, (laughs) no, I'm going to make that very, we're on a space
0: station. I would say, if anything, how, how is probably one of the most famous, like classic AIs because like how long it's been around. It's like the starting point for like the classic ship
1: minding consciousness. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, iconic. It's a lot, a lot of sci-fi that we see now. You can kind of trace back to two thousand and one. Um, actually, even when it's not about technology itself, the the Barbie film, the Barbie film referenced two thousand and one. Not not the not how, but you know that film is iconic for sci fi generally. Yeah. Um, have you watched the Blade Runner films?
0: I've not seen the original one. I've seen if not all of most of the newer one. Okay. But I can't remember if I have seen it all. So I remember I ended up watching it in more than one
1: system. It's quite long. It is quite long. But um, so spoiler alert: if people haven't, I mean, Blade Runner is a very old film. So if you don't know, that's kind of on you. Um, but you've got Harrison Ford as I would say Deckard. 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 Um, basically, he's a Blade Runner, and it's his job to take down these synthetic people. Uh, they look just like people they're you know in every way but they're not they're robots um but by the end you're left with the question of actually is harrison ford's character one as well because they're so programmed to think that they're they're human Hmm. you know um a lot of them are self-aware and that's the the point they are self-aware they know they're different and they're the ones that like have gone rogue kind of as it were um but it, yeah, that's that's another thing, and I think that can come into the paranoia that AI has. And I'm going to reference another film, but I'm going to say it wrong. Ex Machina. Ex Machina. I would say Ex Machina. Machina, uh, yeah, I, I think it's. Uh, but that that has a thing where they test. Um, I think that's Donald Gleason. I want to say uh, goes and tests this robot. Just, just see how real she is. Yeah. Uh, it's a great film. To a point, of there's even that bit. And I do think another film would have gone down that route. The character of him, who's testing this female android. He even starts to wonder, is he one? Are they, because it's so good. So for instance, it's like, well, would I know? Would that not be the ultimate test? Because that is the point is is testing
0: it's the rules of robotics isn't it of you're not trying to figure out if the the robot can trick other people into thinking it's a a human it's if the robot will believe it it is human through the testing and it's really quite clever um another a series actually that looks at ai and robots but it's definitely more ai than robot
1: humans definitely humans yeah
0: because uh, that is such a such a deep show because it's not just villains it's, there are good guys in there as well that's the point there's yeah, lots of
1: shades of gray in there um i it escalated as all t- shows do tend to yeah. if you go back to the very basic of that series 1 is these what are they call what are they they're not called robots uh, the, oh, what are they are called? i can't remember Maybe but basically it. it's based a thing where every household can have uh, their own, like, robot to serve them. Guys, it's, it's silly, isn't it? Synths. I said Synths, yeah. yeah. Um synths. But every household can have a robot who's basically a servant to them. It could be a nanny to the children. Um, there is a particular episode where the man of the house decides to unlock the uh, saucy package, yeah, uh, Features yeah. Um And then that caused the problem of did he cheat? Because it's it it's a robot, but absolutely looks
0: like a person, a hundred percent, and has consciousness. <laughs> That's and because that, it becomes more of a problem when you realise there is consciousness there. Yeah, um, yeah. I say humans, great show. Got a bit funky towards the end in because of how busy it was,
1: mm. but. Wait, it kind of went into a full-on revolution. A
0: video game that basically shares the same storyline is yeah. Detroit Being Human. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't. And it's pretty much the same thing. It's a world where a little bit more futuristic than this, yeah. but there are synths... They're not called synths. Uh, they've got another name. But synths are basically given out like this for service, uh, maids... Carers, you can tell there since they've got like a little, uh, like a circular thing on the side of their head. Um, I'm trying to think what the character's name is, but there's they're, the lead, one of the lead, because there's multiple characters you play as. You play as the, the, the robots. Yeah. The point is they gain consciousness and intelligence, and they start having their own like resistance where they start realizing, no, they need rights. Mm. But obviously, the people are like, no, that's not cool. Um, <laughs> but the main, the, one of the main guys, if, if, Anyone, any of the listeners watch Grey's Anatomy, Jackson. I'm trying to think what the characters the actor's name is. uh Jackson. He's one of your main synth ones, but it's that it's the same kind of story as humans, but in video game form. And if you get a chance to play it, t I definitely suggest yeah. it because it is. I've played the whole story, and it's one of those where you can play it a million times and different choices. Do different mm. things. If you don't save a, the person at the right time, you could lose that character earlier in the game. Um, but it's very much they are not the villains of the show. Humans are. Yeah. But there are bad robots as well because they cross. The, some of them don't get the logic of it. And then there's that thing of, are there also children robots? Because that's forbidden. And that's yeah. another thing that humans does. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the that's the thing. A lot of the time sh- they never really in shows and films and stuff it's always fully grown adults or animals it's very rare you get child um, robots
1: yeah yeah considering it was showed in humans you've got the problem there especially with an ongoing TV series because real actors age (laughs) yeah Um, yeah I had I had a thought because I, I had another thought that I don't want to get into yet. Um, <laughs> Star Trek, because I had to bring Star Trek up at some point. Yeah, why not? Um, there's, there's two particular characters to mention. Um, they were kind of, in some respects, treated the same way. Um, so in Star Trek Next Generation, you've got Lieutenant Commander Data, who is an android. I mean, he's literally... He Now, he isn't... Whilst he's like a walking, talking... Living dumb. And, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But he does look like an android. He doesn't, you know, he's got his kind of white skin and yellow eyes. And, you know, he's clearly not a human. Um, they really deep dive into his character. He, they use him a lot over the seven seasons and the movies. Um, where there's a particular episode. And right now... Th- th- the title... Measure of a Man? I want to say it's Measure of a Man. Where he's put on trial. Just for being him. Just for existing. Of whether he has a right. Whether, you know, because at the end of the day, is he property of Starfleet?
0: It is the measure of a man.
1: Yeah. Uh, season two, episode nine. And you've got this kind of... Now, obviously, as you've noted, season two. But well, there's a lot more after that. So he, he's found, like... I don't want to say innocent. He he's basically shown consciousness. It's like yes, he's his own person. He has a future. He can make his own decisions. He can yeah. get for promotion. You know all these kind of things. Um, but what's you've got the the prosecution who basically is kind of going, no, you're not real. You can't be. You know your life isn't on the line like ours is. And yeah. All this kind of stuff. But Riker, who is Data's friend is given that job of being the prosecutor of basically trying to say that his friend isn't real and should be treated as an object as opposed to a person and loses obviously um and at the end is kind of quite embarrassed and ashamed that he had to do that but data is very kind of matter of fact because he's you know an android uh basically does the but if you hadn't I could have just been shipped off yeah. by you taking part of this trial, even in your role against me. It allowed me to now live a life. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, they do. He's fascinated with human life, wants to be human, because that's sort of every Star Trek has that character. Like, like in the first one, it's like, Spock who's an alien. Yeah. And I mean the go, one I'm more familiar with is is uh, Voyager's Doctor. Which was the next one who has a very similar thing because he has a thing that Data can be switched off, but literally a voice command can turn the doctor off. Yeah. Uh and he finds that very rude. Yeah, <laughs> it,
0: they 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 do very I mean keep on, I never I still haven't finished Voyager, but even I mean I'm good portion of the way through it mm. but they start off where he is not confined but limited to where he can exist yes it's like he can only exist in the, the medical med- city, medical yeah. bay initially yeah th- but then they have to make it possible for certain areas when he needs to visit and then they get make it ship wide with, with the, what is it the um he has hard light. right so they have
1: and no that's that's red dwarf is that red, red dwarf hard light yeah, that's so right. confusing <laughs> no they have a mobile emitter so initially Absolutely. they have them around the ship so you can have them in different rooms, but he gets like a, a mobile one, which he wears on his arm and then he can go on away missions um, and all this kind of thing. It, it makes him possible to, to go on really. Um, but they, uh, they kind of have fun with the doctor in the way that they didn't with Data because Data's look is Data's look. But with, the Doctor, because he's a hologram, he can, his image can be reprogrammed. Yeah. So so as a Doctor, he wears blue. But he kind of comes up with the idea that he could be a command hologram. So he makes it red with the little rank pins of, cap, of Captain. They also, because he's, Robert Picardo, who plays him, is balding.
0: Yeah.
1: There's a point where he decides to give himself hair, so he just programs hair. <laughs> and it, it's just, you know, he programs his own family at one point. Well, that's the thing. That. He, he he has that whole storyline where
0: he he starts craving more than just a program.
1: Yes. Well, but that that is the story of most. Yeah. If there's an intelligent, uh, well, artificial intelligence in a show or a film, if you see, especially if you're seeing it from like an origin point of view, yeah, they, they always get to that point. Where but they those are perfect
0: examples of where they're not used as your villain. No, no, they're, they're
1: good. Because they
0: are purely good. I mean, we, you mentioned Red Dwarf, but that's, there's two examples right there. Because yeah. you've got Crichton, which is a robot, but Rimmer is AI. Yeah, yeah, he's a
1: hologram. I mean, everyone's like, no, no, he's not. But he, he is, because he's dead. Yeah, he's just a little kind of emitter. Yeah. At the end, he, of the, in the middle. He is literally a...
0: a a consciousness built off of a memory. Yeah. So he is an AI in the the, the most advanced sense of what an AI can be. Yeah. Um. And they ha- they handle it for a comedy really well and quite emotionally at times.
1: Yeah. No, he's it's, he's it's, it's actually a very well written character for, yeah. the, most yeah, for um, the most part. For the most part. For the most part. We'll ignore all the woofs and yes and whatnot. <laughs> you know. Um. But no, that that actually Red Dwarf War was a good one because it does have. Yeah, like you say, two examples in one show.
0: But again, good guys. Not, not I mean, I know there are shifts in
1: in yeah. in, in villainous well, moments, Going but... now, I, I've been very good not to bring it up so far. But I, if you pro- you may not think of it, but an entry point as a child, especially from the eighties, Transformers. Okay, yeah. Transformers are an early entran- entrance point into robots. In disguise, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but they are also alien robots. They're from like a whole other planet of just like sentient robots. Yeah. Uh, but you have good and bad. You've also got Autobots and Decepticons. Um, I don't think we get, I mean, I haven't seen all the films. I have seen quite a lot of the TV series, I suppose. Um, I don't know how much of a deep dive they go into explaining stuff and how deep it it goes. Uh, I guess the films are quite superficial, really, and it's more like, look, robots. They're cool. Yeah. They, they turn into cars. We can sell that as a toy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they're not wrong. No. Uh, well, actually, the toys came first and then they made the cartoons and then eventually we got the films. I mean, it was literally that way around. Um, obviously, they have the fun of they transform. They literally, they are both cars and, and talking robots. Yeah, and there's always honestly. Whenever I go past a truck, especially if it actually is only just the front cab bit and not the the trailer, but it'd be like Optimus Prime. Like, that are you there? Are you there? Roll out! Uh, yeah, no. I'll 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 tell you consult- what, I'll tell you yeah. what.
0: It, I, I can't remember the exact storyline, but it is it is it is AI, but it's not considered AI. Small soldiers, the
1: film. It's right, a so-
0: microchip that gives them consciousness
1: see i don't know because this is one of my my dark secrets i've not seen it i've not seen Small sports <laughs>
0: it is literally <laughs> a a military weapon grade microchip that i think is you that they, they want to use for weapons gets put into some toys either by mistake or something yeah. but it's the consciousness spreads and so the toys basically are alive, but it's because they are given consciousness, so, and and it is an AI system, and it's weird some of the, the ways AI is given in films that isn't just here's your robot, yeah, really, because that's that's and I was trying to figure out like what doesn't count because like cyborgs don't count, there is human elements there.
1: Right, so here's the question. Oh. Toy Story. <laughs> the
0: problem with Toy Story is you can't that I I mean I watch some YouTubers who like dissect things. Like, yeah. Like he. he I mean you know you know who Tom Scar is, yeah? Yeah. You've heard of Tom Scar? He yeah. does big deep dives into things. Like he did a vi- a twenty five minute video on Barney the dinosaur where he literally watched any everything that existed on Barney to figure out what he is and like what his uh, capabilities are. And it's really deep about (laughs) how like looking at if you look at all the different versions that there have been all the abilities he has like he has to exist outside of time he has the ability to make himself like visible and not visible to different people but i reckon he would go into this and be like what counts and what doesn't with like toy story because that's that's not ai surely because they're just alive yeah but they're toys Yeah, they they were manufactured,
1: they were man made
0: because I would, yeah, that's true. Because I would say they don't count as AI, but you know who does count as AI? The um, anything that is computerized that is conscious in that world, like there's the um, the radio that's a computer.
1: Are laptops alive? I uh, no, because they can't function without you know, can they? I need toys in that in that film i mean you've got to you've got multiple different sorts of toys because you've got like the, the springy also, dog you've got need to, you need TV to phone. really
0: think about what is a toy because when you take a fork and stick stuff to it that becomes a toy
1: yes a very weird messed up toy you, if you look
0: at some of the creations that sid puts together the fishing rod with legs which is as we all know, euphemism for a hooker. Great. Yeah. This they, they, they look. You look at all of them, there's a load of things that they are euphemisms for, yeah. which is quite funny. But like, half of those things aren't toys that he's combined them with, but they've become conscious. So they've been given yeah. AI, really, in a way. It depends what... What's the phrase? It depends like what y- rules you as a viewer put to Toy Story. I mean, right? Let's just look at Buzz. Is it like Pinocchio? No, buzz is AI. Buzz is electronic. <laughs> buzz is a, because he is he's an electronic yeah. toy. Yeah. Zerg, AI. Mr. Potato Head, unexplainable. We should burn him. I mean, uh, Woody, he has a pull string which gives he him a buzz but that so i would say if anything his voice box within him is ai but like <laughs> that doesn't explain the bit just material arms that can move no at least with buzz i mean he is a robotic toy i guess yeah yeah it doesn't explain the random slinky dog that can walk around <laughs> or rex or the piggy bank
1: Piggy, I, no, I would say that a piggy bank is not a toy, personally. It shouldn't be. Although, that said, if you start making it interact with the other toys, it's become I think a toy. That's the point in Forky, isn't it? Yeah, that it's that
0: that the child Bonnie makes F- Forky, therefore it becomes a toy. And I yeah. hope we explore that in Toy Story Five. I don't. I know. Hope I hope we explore I honestly-
1: don't think there should have been a toy
0: story because what, yeah. what i'm here what i'm i'm hearing is if you pop googly eyes on something it's now conscious when you're not around and that is terrifying Something that i have definitely put giant googly eyes on my bookcases at points <laughs> you know there are youtube videos that prove it i named it casey i gave it a name i gave it eyes and to give something a name gives it consciousness in, in these worlds <laughs> oh, no. but you know you are right though what classes is ai because Toy Story could be if, if that's the ruling you you go down as the viewer. That's you as the viewer's decision. They are products. Artificial but, um, intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. We're I just used to that. it in a rope. We're just used to it in a robot, an uh, android. Yes. Element. I'm now looking around my living room like, what could be alive? Well. Yeah.
1: I've got a lot of. Figures. There are things so in perhaps. here that
0: I'm like, if these come alive while I'm not here, that's awful and terrifying.
1: I haven't got anything with built-in voice. Ah, see, I'm trying to
0: think if I do. Um, I I mean, I, I do, but I have to take the battery out of it because it would annoy me. You know Ted, the, the film Ted? Yes. I've got a bobblehead of Ted that came in like a loot crate. But, and it, the point is, every time it's on a little plinth, it's got a battery in it, and every time it wobbles its head, it would quote the, a random quote from the film. Not an awful quote, but it was broken, but so sensitive that if you walked past it, the tiny vibration would make it go off. Oh, awful. <laughs> and I don't want that to have sentience. No. Sorry if you're listening, Ted, but
1: no. No, yeah, that's probably for Um Going back into films, mm. uh, because obviously I'm looking at my toys and I've got a lot of figures from Marvel. Yeah. Uh, in fact, one particular, I've got Ultron. I've got Ultron and Vision. So I mean, Ultron was created by Tony Stark and yeah. Bruce Banner, and that was very much instantly went, "Well, people are the problem. Let's kill them."
0: Yeah,
1: because
0: um, a lot of the time, what the AIs do, they realise that to because it's the thing of they're programmed initially to. Do what's best for humanity, and somehow, through their warped logic, they always figure out the best thing for humanity is to wipe out humanity.
1: Yeah,
0: and I'm like, that you need to reassess. <laughs>
1: uh, and that just basically looks at what we do to each other, went, Yeah, carry on, I will do it quicker. Yeah, uh,
0: the, the, and it, the other element of that same kind of thing is when it's an AI that is for the good of the planet it's like look after the planet and the environment and they go okay cool humans they're the problem yeah and it's
1: i mean the problem with that one is they're not wrong no it's like ah oh, justified but at the same time because we're the humans who live on the planet we kind of got to be against you on it yeah <laughs> you know uh, it's just fighting for the species and all that um good robot annoying robot but c-3po from Star Wars, C3PO and R2-D2, D2. and BB-8, I suppose, carrying
0: that. I googled D- AI you. characters in film and TV, and it, it gave me a list of a handful. Right. So, like, we've got HAL 9000, that's a classic. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll read these, I'll read a lot of these out, because the majority of them are villains. HAL right. 9000, yeah. Villain, initially programmed for good, goes bad. Yeah. But there's a reason for that. Isn't there like a solar flare or something that causes it to go funny initially mm. that overloads it? Might be. Because there's oh, normally something that triggers them if it's not just they learn. Um, obviously, Terminator, Data, we've mentioned them. Agent Smith from Matrix.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but there's around. a lot going on in Matrix, there's a yeah. lot of programs.
0: Uh, oh. We've got the we've got the gunslinger, which brings us to like Westworld, which again is like humans where they're created for a certain purpose. This isn't as a service, but it's more of as an attraction, isn't it? With Westworld, yeah, you can you know you're you yeah. like a holiday, and then they they gain consciousness and they're like, oh, we're not actually Indians and cowboys.
1: No, because they get memories. That's the thing; they have memories from previous settings, as it were. Uh, and you're not meant to you're not meant to be drawn to like a previous storyline that you're given yeah uh that's good actually i need to catch up with them as well
0: (coughs) the top of this list makes perfect sense but i'm gonna be real that there's a couple of names that appear at the bottom that i'm questioning and i don't understand why they're on the list ai characters in film and tv artificial intelligence characters so obviously we've got the ones i've read out so far we've yeah. got gort which is the big alien robot from the day the earth is still
1: right
0: yeah uh johnny five as we all know he is in fact alive um <laughs> and um finch yeah. both similar ideas where they create a robot and it's basically a, a child that learns great films um what we got brainiac it's brain, brain it's an alien isn't it
1: he is. Is there a robot in it? I'm just trying to figure out. A Brainiac. You're saying Brainiac. Brainiac is a robot. Yeah, he is. he's an yeah. alien robot, isn't he? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, see, the problem is there's two names on this list that I do not understand. Tell me if I'm missing something. Okay. Why is
1: Superman and Spider-Man on this list? I think there's been robot versions of both of them. They themselves aren't. Because one's an alien and one's, and one's
0: just, just a dude that gets bitten by a, a I,
1: spider. I'm going to say now that there are robot versions of them, but if you're going to say those two, there's probably robot versions of other yeah. heroes as well. Oh, so yeah, um, I right. So I do remember not about Spider Man. Don't know that at all. Um, as in, I know who Spider Man is, but not to know a the robot. There was a big whole thing when they did kill off Superman. And then they sort of brought back potential Superman, and one of them was definitely a robot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they're they're odd inclusions.
0: Oh, great, great robot from the original Power Rangers, Alpha. Did you? I can't remember. Your... No. Just, 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 I just, I forgot about it. Then I saw it come up, and I was like, oh yes, of course. <laughs> the thing is, there is so many. There'll be loads. There of... are. I tell gone. you what. Because Marvin a whole- from Marvin from um, from um, what's it
1: Hitchhikers is that yeah or- yeah yeah I I thought of that one classic robot but the I can't remember because it's been so long now since I've seen the film there's literally a film called AI yeah uh, he's good he's a little kid yeah but yeah. I can't remember what the point of him is is there a point he is
0: created as. Uh, is he not created because he's like the the son of the the robot inventors, and he he's given proper consciousness. He's not just a program.
1: Yeah,
0: that's the point. He is the test beyond it because he's not just a program that's running through running through a program like everyone else. He's actual consciousness. That's why he's so like precious, and he's he's dreaming, which is weird for the robot. That's a a film that. On the surface, you're like, oh, this is going to be a fun, light-hearted film about robots. No. No. It's depressing. <laughs> when that ship sinks to the bottom of the ocean and he freezes for like 100,000 years, no. It's not okay. <laughs> it's a lot of emotional torment in that film.
1: <laughs> hey, Tobias,
0: shall we uh, shall we jump over to something a little bit uh, exclusive?
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say X-rated and I was all for it. But yeah, exclusive. I mean, that, yeah, we, that, we can, that... but maybe that'll be in the exclusive bit maybe maybe only people who uh pay up will find pay out how x-rated we can get on. yeah man
0: okay so we're gonna jump over to some oh my earphone popped on and um, we're gonna pop over to to patreon exclusivity in three two one
1: hi i'm carrie and i'm emily and we're the hosts of a dark cup of history A spin-off series to our regular podcast, A Nice Cup of History, where we dive headfirst into the weird and paranormal aspects of the world we all live in. If you want to know your woman in red from your woman in white, or precautions to take against demonic dolls, and just where to go to find Shuck on a moonlit night, why not give us a listen? Together we talk about the dark, creepy, and downright terrifying parts of our history and folklore, as well as what you should do if you ever encounter any of them. Interested? Come and find us in Buzzsprout, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeartRadio and pretty much anywhere else we'll get you get your podcasts. So turn on the lights, grab a blanket and some rock salt and, and let's, let's get, get dark.
0: Well, as I sit here cradling a hot cup of tea. Um, wait a second. Get out of my cup, no, tea. no, no, you no, cheeky no, no, boy! No, no. What are you doing stop, 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 in stop my? Stop, what are you doing stop in there?
1: Stop, Oh, in boy, you, me.
0: you'll fall asleep. You cheeky little man. <laughs> 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 okay. I don't know why, but cheeky little man just doesn't feel okay. I feel like I need to apologize, it like publicly.
1: No. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so going into a segment.
0: Um. Yes. Um. What segment would you like to go into? I'd like to do some casting. Ooh, yes please. Yeah. Talk casting to me. <laughs> Talk casting to me. Like Super Mario. We're definitely not casting that. It was meant to be getting jiggy with it. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't that at all.
1: Hey right. it's twenty so to I'm one, one in the
0: morning and I'm on to a cup of tea. It is.
1: <laughs> it is. Right, ladies and gentlemen. Of course. If good. you listen regularly, then you'll know that our this year's what are you talking about i said it's a casting couch time to cast the couch yeah okay right i, was, I was Turgic, to people. i'm
0: just saying right now that's who should play the couch
1: him or michael sheen michael
0: sheen's good he's yeah fair enough
1: <laughs> anyway uh ladies and gentlemen <laughs> uh if you've been following us this season on the manic podcast you'll know that we are casting batman characters as if we were doing a batman film Mm. um i've been mixing it up over the course of the season uh some are just like big you you know these characters you just have to have because they're famous like batman characters other ones maybe a bit smaller or more specifically If I've heard their plan for an upcoming Batman film, and we've got like we've got the Matt Reeves Batman films and we've got the upcoming DCU Batman films. Um, And it's the DCU Batman films where I think today's character is going to pop up because uh, already established the DCU Brave and Bold, Brave and the Bold uh, Batman film will have Damian Wayne in it. Now, Damien Wayne is the son of Talia Al Ghul. Ah, uh, Talia Al Ghul. Now, earlier in the season, we did Raish Al Ghul. Yeah. Um. Uh. Can you remember who was cast Liam? as as yeah. Ra's? Yeah,
0: it was Matt Smith. Uh, was it? It was.
1: Because that's not what I thought it was. So hang on. You 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 are probably right. You are probably right. I've lost our casting. I
0: show. only because I noted it down in the planning book.
1: Manic Batman cast. Unless I've just written the wrong name down, that's no, 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 you are correct. It was your suggestion, Mads Mickelson. Right, but Tardy O'Gull is his daughter. Uh, she has appeared in as live action in one film so far, The Dark Knight Rises, played by Marion Cotillard Uh, that was all secret like. Uh, so now we have so we have this season cast Rachel Gull. Charlie as We father. We've we've cast uh, Bruce Wayne uh, who is Jensen Ackles um, and Damien Wayne. Such bitterness. I know, right. (laughs) Uh, Mind you, the internet is just Jensen Ackles, Jensen Ackles. So, uh, you know. Um, uh, Walker Scoble we cast as Damien Wayne. So with that in mind, we now need to look for um Dwayne... Dwayne? I've just... (laughs) Damien Wayne. Dwayne? Wait, The Rock?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Told you to get everywhere. Um, So for our first choice uh, to play Talia Algol is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know,
1: because if he's playing Robin, Kevin Hart is clearly going to play his mother. (laughs) Yeah, perfect. Uh, Right, so Liam, who is your first choice to play Talia Algol?
0: Cool. Can I confirm something? In our version of Batman, in our film... Yes. we kind of just yeah. ignoring the old current DCEU, aren't we? We're like going, yeah, that's not our franchise. We're doing our own Batman, right?
1: But we're... I mean, where are you going with this? Because, well, yes, we do our of, own. Well,
0: the thing is, I know that at the moment they're doing that annoying thing where they're kind of recasting random people who've already been in it, and they're, but they're also even other you people. Know so i've basically done... used
1: someone who's been in it well they're not they've not been in batman okay oh they could be in something else what have, uh, what have
0: you done actually i hate it now because i when i wrote it down i forgot who this person was like i was like oh i can see this but then i remember that gal gadot has been wonder woman <laughs> Oh, but, but we're not in that universe. She hasn't played Talia No, that's true. So, but I was like, technically, been around a Batman. But yeah, Gal Gadot is my second secondary option.
1: Oh, Gal Okay, okay. That, that actually probably makes a little bit of sense. Visually, I was like, actually, works quite well. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, I've gone for. I'm going to say my second option. I really like this actress, mm. <coughs> but I think she's too young for the for to to play Jensen Ackles' partner and more than that to be Walker Scobell's mother. Really, Ma- I haven't done an age check on this actress. Maybe I should. Hang on. Mm. Uh, in fact, I should probably do an age check on both of the actresses because I might need to change someone. Uh... Mm-hmm. Do, do 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 Oh. I know that. Mm, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm going to say this is okay. Right. So, my first actress is Anna de Oh, how old is Anna de Armas? She's 35. That's okay, then. That is okay. That works. Uh, Yes, she is... Actually, she's from Blade Runner, the the sequel. She's like the blue head. Often naked. Often naked. Well, she's like an AI kind of computer program mm. uh, in Blade Runner, which completely fits our theme today. Um, she's also the maid, like nanny kind of person in Knives Out. She's in the recent Bond film. She's got a good old career going on at the moment. Yeah. Um, and yes, so she's my second choice. Though maybe she should have been my first now. Uh, second choice for Talia, I'll go. Uh, so let
0: me just get my pen. So that was, who's sorry? What's uh,
1: that was Anna de Armas. Yeah. Oh, nice. Lovely. Lovely.
0: Lovely, innit? Lovely, lovely. Okay, cool. So we have like him, my main and first and not second one. Okay. Cool. Actually, one year younger than yours, but didn't oh. actually didn't know that. Thirty-four years old, did not know that. Um, and actually has already has been not has already that's the wrong phrase has been in something we have mentioned in this episode because of the theme. But I didn't think about that or know about that when I chose her. And I will say I've I'm now looking back for the credits because I'm I don't know. Loads of products this person's been in, so I'm just right. thinking, pray they've not been in something before with, as a Batman project. But I'm putting Alicia Vikander down.
1: Oh, okay, she has been. Hang on, am I confused? I'm confusing her. Uh, is she Tomb Raider? She is Tomb Raider, oh, but more relevant, she's actually the
0: ex machina yeah. robot. Ex machina, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't realise when I put it forward Until I was looking through the casts of it I don't know, no But I was just wondering if she had been in anything batman Because she's not an actress that is in the forefront of my mind But um, I don't think she, I don't think she has been
1: <coughs> Hi Alright, cool um, uh, Okay, so I Was torn mm. Between this person and the other person uh, let me just have a little major think.
0: It's a
1: major I like a little major think. How old? How old is she? Oh, she's she's a bit older. And I love her. <laughs> going with the other one. She's a bit older. And I wanted to put her in first time, and I thought, no, I'm not going to. I'm going to go a bit more. I'm going to go for Hayley Atwell. Hayley Atwell is my choice because uh, I love her and I want to cross her as someone.
0: I like it. Oh, did I mention Ailey that Ailey. I love her? <laughs> oh, I like that. Hayley Atwell. That's a good call.
1: I enjoy yes. that a lot. Good. Uh, so, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we have our four options for... Dwayne the Rock Robin's mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Batman's, well, kind of like a lover. Kind of like a previous lover. Yeah. Uh, Love-hate-lover. Also a girl, like lead villain type person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but tell girl Which is it going to be? Is it going to be Alicia Vikander? Mm. Is it going to be Hayley Atwell? Ooh. Is it going to be Ana de Armas? Ooh. Or is it... Or is it going to? <laughs> oh, oh. Or, or is it going to be Gal Gadot? Oh. I mean, it could be any of them, and it's going to be down to you. It's going to be down to you oh. in a public vote on Twitter, or the the artist formerly known as Twitter, <laughs> which is now uh, X marks the spot. Which, but have but, I not
0: heard right that Elon Musk has basically said he's going to start charging for Twitter?
1: Ah, uh, there's a lot of things that I said like he literally
0: sure. I, I saw recently that he's he'd said that he was he is planning on rolling out a payment system for it
1: uh i think you can buy things because you can like buy um, in, you can outright pay now, now for it. yeah um but but ladies and gentlemen i i put the poll out on the the previous twitter stream, uh as this episode goes out but you've got another poll To vote in this week. So. We've got remaining episodes of the season. And I have picked out. Who we are going to be casting. For most of those. But obviously there are a lot of Batman characters. Um, And they're not all going to make. The the grade. So what I'm going to be doing is. I'm going to put out four. Heats. Uh, Each heat. Will have four characters so overall there's 16 characters being put together in polls that you can vote for and eventually we'll have a little final with four characters and the winner of that we will cast in our penultimate episode of the season um now i did open this up to our patreons Mm -hmm. in their voting booth because they get to vote on stuff that you mere put po- you what mere mortals I was gonna say paupers mor- more mortals I don't know pols. what paupers 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 out there um and if there was a particular character that one of our patrons wanted to put into the mix and that character immediately got in uh, so one of our patrons decided on crazy quilt. <laughs> I'm not going to. I mean, actually, the weird thing is, because I didn't really know Qu- Crazy Quilt. Crazy but I, Quilt. But I looked him up and actually he is to do with Damian Wayne. Right. He's actually one of the first villains that Damian Wayne has to deal with. So actually, he might show up in the DCU. So he might actually be a bit, a little, a little bit relevant. But Crazy Quilt is in the first poll I'm going to be putting out against three other characters. Liam, would you like to know who the other three characters are? I would. I would love to. So, ladies and gentlemen, you can choose out of Crazy Quilt, mm. Hugo Strange, Harley Quinn or Mad Hatter. How have we not done Harley Quinn already? Because she's also really, really popular and Margaret Robbie's kind of had her down. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to recast her at the moment. It might be strange is a good one. Well, you might want to put a little vote in for him then when I put the poll out because those four, only one of them will go forward to the final. So three of them My are going to be lost. My worry
0: is if you put
1: Harley Quinn in, that I think she might just win. She might. That I mean, that is the problem. But if that's what the people want, because like your immediate reaction was, how have we not done Harley Quinn? Yeah, I thought we had to be honest. Maybe maybe we should do Harley Quinn, but you got to vote for that option. Yeah. So I actually not going to lie, because I like to put a vote in. I might be voting for Mad Hatter, if I'm honest. Mad Hatter's a good one. I like Ooh.
0: that. But I think Hugo Strange is a, is a good one. I like the Hugo Strange from the from Arkham like, City and stuff.
1: Yeah. The, the weird thing about Harley Quinn is, whilst we have got Margaret Robbie as her at the moment, we actually haven't really had Harley Quinn in a Batman film. Let's not
0: forget, we're also going to basically get Lady Gaga's version soon. We... Oh, that's going to be weird.
1: Isn't Which it? I really am not so okay with. So, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, if you think that we should be casting Harley Quinn, here's your chance. Vote for her. But, mm. crazy, what was put forward, Hugo Strange, Liam seems excited about that, and I'm probably going to vote for Manhattan. So, yes, two polls to vote on with this episode. My earphone fell out.
0: Oh, no. Okay. So, Shall we move on to the best segment in the podcast? You know it. <laughs> I, you I, love I, it.
1: It's <laughs> cool news. A shout out this week. This week in gig, All right. Nope. I nope. once. Cool <laughs> news.
0: <laughs> it's never God, gonna go away. It's become my favorite thing. <laughs> and you know oh, it's become my favorite thing because I struggle to remember stuff, and that's. <laughs> Not something I planned to do until we hit it. And then my mind's like, hey, remember cool
1: news? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, there's some cool news. Um, It seems like, unless I'm very mistaken, the riot strike might have been agreed. I think they've agreed terms now in in America. Uh, I think the action strike is still going. But I believe the right Strike deal has been... right
0: Strike's been sorted. Ryan Reynolds is allowed to actually carry on being Deadpool properly.
1: Maybe, yeah. Um, He's just not but, allowed to act now. Um, what we have is... I, so I have a bit of news. Um, it's been it's discussed quite a lot that Christopher Nolan, famous for the Dark Knight, famous for Inception... Uh, most recently Oppenheimer. Um, he ha- he would love to do a Bond film, uh, but he's kind of said they'd have to be happy with him basically rebooting it completely and doing his own thing with it. Yeah. Uh, so that seems somewhat unlikely. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Because Christopher Nolan is now in talks with the producers of, of Bond. And... Uh, James Bond. apparently with the offer that's on the table is for him to write and direct two Bond films himself, but then stay on as an executive producer for the franchise going on. So he would just be an overseer of Bond going forward. Um. So that would be quite a big deal. Yeah. If that uh, apparently, if he says no, then they're back to square one. And uh, because right, so this the news article that came out was all about. Christopher Nolan and possibly doing Bond, but there's a little footnote in it, which is quite a weird thing just to be like the extra bit of news hidden in there. Um, before Christopher Nolan was having these chats, they had tapped um, Matthew Vaughan, who's famous for Kick-Ass or Stardust or X-Men First Class or Kingsman. He was tapped to do the next Bond film, but it has said that he is now going to be doing a DCU film. That hadn't been announced. Nobody knew that Matthew Vaughan was anything to do with DCU until, right. this, until this James Bond article came out. Um, but, yeah, so Christopher Nolan might be doing Bond. Who knows? Matthew Vaughn might be doing this Batman. We I mean, don't really, you know, that was a secret, really. Yeah. Um I would, I would personally like to see a Bond done by Nolan. I think he'd be very good at Bond. My remote control's over there, so I'm not going to be able to save my TV. That, that's going off. Um, <laughs> uh, rumours. Rumours abound. Can't confirm the rumours, but Rachel Zelga might have been recast. She might have been done. I
0: by saw something about that as well. But the argument I saw is, has it not been filmed already?
1: I think they were mid. Mm. I think they were filming. Uh,
0: I mean, I if hope they, scrap it, they scrapped it and they went, let's just get somebody who actually doesn't hate it. Yeah.
1: Um, let's actually make Snow White and Seven Dwarfs, because that's what it is. And we've not done that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know, because Disney have not confirmed or denied, and she's not said anything, but apparently the whole writer strike and actor strike has meant that she's now lost out on Paddington 3. I don't know if anyone was upset by that. I didn't know.
0: Um,
1: Any news from your
0: side of life? Not news. Um, I mean, we met up before our rehearsal, and we kind of had a bit of catch up anyway so about things like i've seen like i've watched i've seen elemental now i've seen the new little mermaid yeah, yeah. finally both okay i like elemental i didn't mind little mermaid that's fine yeah i pretty much agree with all your comments about it um what else is there um i have now started watching well i say started watching i've watched the first four episodes of good omens 2 all
1: uh, right yeah, yeah okay well i've watched all that yeah yeah um i'm lot i'm really enjoying season 2. Oh really? We we were really we preferred season 1. Um we can feel the the lack of Terry Pratchett in it. Yeah? Um, I've enjoyed th- it so
0: far cuz my problem with season 1 actually was I think it felt a little bit too all over the place at times. Oh, I actually feel I like liked one. season 1. I had no issue with season 1. I like season 1, but also it's been so long I had to watch a recap to
1: remind what happened in the season 1. Um I actually felt like i don't want to spoil it for you um for me you could probably take episode one of season two and the last episode miss out all the middle stuff and it still totally. probably makes sense
0: i found it quite um, fun and charming which is nice
1: i found how how far into
0: it are you i think four episodes maybe three but i think
1: gabriel is annoying Who is gabriel is annoying oh, i don't mind gabriel okay Jim. i preferred gabriel in the first one um no, I'm not a fan of season two, but IMDb is rated much higher. Yeah, I mean,
0: don't get me wrong, it, I I remember enjoying the way I felt about the first season, and I, I don't think this is the same. Um, um,
1: on Saturday, is this, there's, a, there's a little bit of a link here. On Saturday, we got the first big trailer for Doctor Who. Yeah. Did you see it? I did. Um very I mean it seems very much that he's acting and behaving like he's number ten mm. rather than a new doctor. Yeah. Um it was quite an impressive trailer. I, I it was it was good, a lot going on. Um Presumably it's a trailer just from the one episode, but we did see shooty in Yeah. It.
0: That's true. I think I think it was a trailer just from the one episode and I think yeah. the shooty was just like a aha. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. But it was a new image of Shooty. I mean, we haven't seen a yeah. particular... It wasn't him going, what's going on? Yeah. Um, talking of Shooty, we are, because of sex education, season four is just dropping now, I think. Yeah, I've seen it. It's now there. Uh, we have just started season three. We've kind of done a, a kind of a okay. catch up. Yeah. Um, really, really enjoying sex education. Um, it's very well written. Obviously, I'm watching Eric with BGIs going, you're Doctor Who. Yeah, which is my issue. I I struggle with that. I like Eric as a character, and I think Shooty is very good as Eric. Yeah. But there are other people in sex education who I would cast as Doctor Who over Shooty. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm I'm struggling with this right now. Yeah, Uh, I agree yeah and it's not i it's,
0: haven't watched any of the the new series obviously but um i will at some point i actually, i like the first couple of seasons so I think it
1: feels right yeah, we've only watched season three episode one but that's as far as we're up to just started, yeah we're basically just not binging it because we don't binge the most we'd watch in an evening is like two episodes yeah uh, but we're cause they're quite easy to watch they they roll quite nicely they're they're really like series looking forward to watching more uh, I think season four is the last season, though, isn't it? I think they've closed it off, yeah. I don't uh, know what yeah. I What I found watching it is quite weird. Because I can point to at least at least three of the actors and go, on, you're in the Barbie film. Yeah. Uh, the oddest one now watching Sexpiration properly is Adam Groff. Yeah. Because he's a particular sort of character and going, wait, you were the, were you that the weird? Inter. It was the internet, yeah. and Maeve was in it as well. Yes, I knew that. She, right, so Emma Mackey? Is that her name? Yeah, Emma Mackey. Yeah. Uh, she was one of the final three who were screen testing for Lois Lane. Oh, really? And weirdly, oh. they were pa- they had, because there were three Loises and three clerks, and they were paired up, and that's how they did their screen tests. She was actually paired up with David Corenthwaite who got the part of Superman, but she didn't Mm. get those slain. That went to Rachel Brosnahan. Yeah. Uh, Talking of the DCU, um, James Gunn has been asking questions, answering questions, not asking them. Uh, (laughs) He's been trying to clarify. Now, this tends to upset certain fans um, because they want to say he's contradicting himself. Oh, hello, that was nice. Oh, hello. I've got a problem. Yes, my battery is nearly running out on that one. Oh, oh no. Why is it not plugged in? <laughs> because I plugged it in every time. Why why is it not plugged in? What's going on? Hang on. consider plugging your device in. I had. It was plugged in. I just had to pull it out and put it in again. That was weird. You can you hear me? I can't. Cool. Um, yes. So James Gunn has been talking about the DCU. And he's tried to clarify. And I think it is confusing to a point. But he said that nothing is canon until we but- see... Creature Commandos. Yeah. Creature Commandos is the first thing in the DCU canon. But he has said he has named three actors and characters that are continuing on from the DCEU. And some storylines and plot points that we've seen in the past will still be canon to the DCU. Right. And people have gone... No, don't do that. Start afresh. Yeah. Don't that's confusing. That's what yeah. what uh, but other people I saw someone trying to explain it, kinda of go, Well, I think what he means is if you've seen a Superman film, you know Jonathan Kent dies. Yeah. We're not necessarily gonna see that in the new Superman film, he'll already be dead. So it but it's, it's a, a weird difference. it's a different yes. Uh, the and I think some of this has come from the fact that he stated that Blue Beetle, even though it's DCU, because it doesn't because the character doesn't interact with anyone else in the DCU, he's okay to go forward. Yeah. Into the DCU. So Blue Beetle's carrying on, and the other two characters who have been named as going forward are John Cena as Peacemaker. Right. And uh, Viola Davis as Amanda Waller. Okay. So those three from the DCU still have their characters in the DCU. Okay. Um, I'm very much of a mind that I think they should do a full-on clean sweep. If you've got rid of the likes of Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck... I feel
0: like an odd choice just to keep those ones.
1: Yeah. Um. Though, uh, what I think is the case for at least two of them is... Jane, right? So uh, Amanda Waller and Peacemaker are both in the Suicide Squad, which is yeah. James Gunn's first film. Yeah. So therefore, I think he's just kind of gone. I, I want to keep him. Mm, <laughs> I him. but I'm like, no, you got rid of all the other things. Yeah. Um, we still have Aquaman to come. We have the trailer for that as well. Very, very minor bit for. Amber Heard in that trailer, literally no speaking line at all, just kind of smashing the glass. Um, anything to note? Because I can't think of anything particularly to say. Oh. oh, I suppose there is something we should. Oh, what's that? We should say.
0: Oh, actually, I was going to say we should probably add We should probably do a um, Hall of Fame.
1: Should we? Okay, we'll go into that then. We should a hundred percent. Enter someone new into the Manic Hall of Fame, ladies and gentlemen. I think Liam's probably better equipped to do the one on the talking on this one. He's like, No, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, to, uh, Hall of Fame is when someone has passed from the geeky world. Um, so over to Liam. We
0: have lost the holder of the Elder Wand, the headmaster. With the heart, we've lost Michael Gambon. Ooh. I, I mean, I, yeah, I literally, I was, I was at work and, um, you know the other chef was just like, "Oh, Michael, Michael Gambon's died," and I was like, "Don't, don't do that." And he was like, "No, seriously." And I was like, "That is awful, genuinely." I mean, I'm not generally one to get affected by celebrity deaths that often because obviously. You don't know them personally; you just know their work. But for yeah. me, Harry Potter is such a big part of my life. I mean, like, I mean, like I've got a Harry Potter tattoo. I mean, yes, it's not exactly Dumbledore's face, but yeah. you know, Michael is a huge part of of something that is a huge part of my life, and it is. It's a, it's a huge
1: loss. That's that's both Dumbledore's.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, oh, we've lost two yes. Dumbledores now. I mean, yeah. That's
0: Just it. Jude Law to go now. I was going
1: to make that joke, and I thought, as we're doing a Hall of Fame, we maybe shouldn't make that joke. No, <laughs> I know. I
0: know. Um, well, realistically, also, we are, we're, we'll we get another one as well because they're doing the TV series.
1: I mean, that's true. That is true. Um,
0: uh, but, but no, yeah, Michael Gammon has gone, and for me, he's the first real big one to go in there. Did we put. No. We didn't
1: put. Alan Rickman well, was before. Alan Rickman was before, before we did the podcast. Was it okay um, recently? And I don't know if we did actually we comment. We not. We did not put Robbie Coltrane in. Or Robbie Coltrane, who played Hagrid, I feel no, like I can, a, should we pop them both in? Are we doing there? a twofer here? Shall we We're do a twofer, a twofer? Yeah,
0: right. Because yes, I think cause... they both deserve to go in hand in hand.
1: Yeah. So Michael Gambon. Known best as Dumbledore mm. and Robbie Coltrane. I don't want to necessarily say known best as Hagrid, but he probably is. No, not one. probably not the only the, the thing you think of mainly. Some but. older listeners, he was Cracker. Uh, he's been well established. Yeah, Robbie Coltrane's been a uh, British actor. But they both, are. Uh, they both are. Yeah. So Michael Gambon and Robbie Coltrane have both passed mm. recently. Uh, Mike, mm. Michael Gambon literally today for us yeah. recording. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yes, yeah, so that, that's sad. I mean, eighty-two. Um, did you know? Just, this isn't really a fact about Michael Gambon as such, but he wasn't the first choice to take over from Richard Harris. Well, they wanted you, but you were too young. I definitely. I mean, I have been Dumbledore. I, I have been. been I have been Dumbledore. No, door. you've been Nicholas Flamel. I signed books. <laughs> I signed books at least once as Bumblebee because I've got (laughs) confused. This was before the films. This was before the films. It was Prisoner of Azkaban. I had never heard of Harry Potter, but uh, Waterstones (laughs) sort of employed me in a way uh, to be Dumbledore and sign books but the problem the
0: book. is that it was it wasn't Dumbledore because they they used it, the image off of the back of one of the books and which the one is off the yeah back which is a is Nicholas Flamel
1: yes uh but but great people fact. went with it and honestly I never heard the word Dumbledore and honestly I signed as Bumblebee at least once a few times I think and it turns out I think Dumbledore means Bumblebee or something I'm not a clue. yeah um but no so seriously Michael Gambon wasn't their first choice to replace Richard Harris after he died uh, Ian McKellen was but Ian McKellen refused the role for a very simple reason because Richard Harris thought he was a terrible actor and oh, really? he didn't uh, yeah he didn't want to insult Richard Harris's memory knowing that Richard Harris felt that way about him for him to then take on that iconic role <laughs> Um,
0: I've just Googled it, you are in fact correct. Dumbledore is an old English word meaning bumblebee. Because oh. Albus Dumbledore is very fond of music. I always imagined him as sort of humming to himself a lot, like a bumblebee. Yeah. That's actually a really nice meaning. Yeah. So yes, uh, we are we are putting um, them both into the Hall of Fame. It only it feels right.
1: Yes. Yeah. Go. Um, Uh, Is that the Is that the end of the episode? It is Right listeners Listeners listeners.
0: Next episode is episode 15 And with it Comes the, the run to the end of the season And with that Comes an announcement But we're not going to tell you what it is, obviously, otherwise, there's an announcement. Basically, next episode, there will be an announcement. Something that is going to change things. Yeah. Me me and Tobias are finally, finally tying the knot. Isn't that right? No, because if that was the case, we'd have just told you, wouldn't we? And that's not how this goes. No. Now. We started the episode by letting GBT decide, Uh-oh. and I thought it'd only be right to let it write our outro. Tobias, I've sent it to you. Yes, you have. So, this is, I've not pre-read this, I don't, uh, oh, this could be awful, mm-hmm. so, take it away, ChatGBT. And that's a wrap for another fantastic episode of The Manic Podcast. Thanks for joining us on this cinematic journey through the
1: world of films and TV shows. We hope you had as much fun listening as we did talking movies and shows, Liam. (laughs) Absolutely, Tobias. And remember, folks,
0: if life ever feels like a never-ending cliffhanger, just queue up your favourite film or TV series
1: and escape into the magic of storytelling. That's some sage advice right there, Liam. And hey, before we go, how about a quick joke to leave our (laughs) listeners with a smile?
0: Oh, I've got one. Why did the movie file go to therapy?
1: I don't know, Liam. Why did the movie file go to therapy? Because it had too many issues. (laughs) It literally says both (laughs) of us share (laughs) a hearty laugh. We do. Classic. Well, folks, thanks again for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode of The Manic Podcast. Until then, stay manic. Did I, you ask it to it? I
0: asked it to end with stay manic. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make the point of saying I don't understand the joke.
1: No, I don't. But that is the best outro we've ever
0: had. <laughs> <laughs> OK, well, you heard, you heard ChatGPT. Stay yeah. safe, everyone. And most
1: importantly stay manic i think i need to because the the ai told me to yeah.